0: get back talk it talk it, talk
1: it their movies talk it talk it, it their movies talk it talk it
0: talk their movies talk it talk it talk, talk their movies but tell me shut up i do what i want I tell what i want oh yeah tell me shut up i do what i want i talk what i want I do it a one. I do it a one. I do it a one. I do
1: it, a one. Do it a one.
0: What is happening party people and welcome to another episode of Talking During Movies the podcast. Where we play a movie quietly or silently in the background and we talk over it. Sometimes we're reference to a movie, sometimes we don't. There have been three-hour movies where we have not even looked at the movie, and there have been hour and a half movies where it's been non-stop looking at the movie. This is the beauty of the podcast. Get at us on Instagram at Talking During Movies or email us Talking Movies Podcast at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Dive Barn Lounge, 1703 Guadalupe, Austin, Texas. The place to come in, watch a movie, have a conversation, and amazing libations. So Get down here, have a good time, say hi to Matt and the crew, and get your cocktail on. We are also brought to you by Colorblind Design, the ultimate six-pack carrier. Hey, you worried about coronavirus? Are you worried about it getting you or getting your beers? Corona didn't have the six-pack tactical, did they? No, and now their market share is down 4%. Six-pack tactical. I put my beers in there, they stay cold, the magnetic paint on the side when I pop it open holds on so I'm not littering, and it's amazing in self-defense. I have warded off evil viruses left and right just swinging around like a crazy person in my front yard. So check it out, tactical design, colorblind design, creating their tactical 6 pack They follow us on the Instagram, so when they comment, you'll find them. It's not hard, it's the best six-pack carrier in the world. And with that said, and she's still here. I always, I'm always amazed when I do some, when I do the reads, and I've told them what's going to happen. That guests are still sitting down, like, eh, you know what? It's fine. I mean, how bad could this get? How off the rails could this go? Well, folks, you know, but she doesn't get. So let's not scare. Her. Ladies and gentlemen, from roller derby, from your roller derby team is
1: um, the Texas Roller Girls.
0: Texas Roller Girls, alias. Give everyone a little background about yourself, your social handles, how they can find you, follow you, all that gents.
1: Um Well, I'm Alias. Um, I'm mostly active on Twitter. Okay. Um, my at is Jessica C. Jones 14 Sweet. Um, my derby name is Alias Investigations. That's a play off the Netflix show, Jessica Jones. Yes. So I get a lot of references to that show every time I get my ID checked, um, every time it just comes up. So I made my derby name to help reference that show. Um, Awesome, and yeah, if people understand the reference, that's cool. If they don't get it, then my alias is alias. It works both ways. Works both ways. I like it.
0: Uh, And you're you're in the what your roller derby team is, Texas.
1: Yeah, Texas Roller Girls. Um, Within our team, we have four home teams. Okay. That uh, play play each other. Um, I'm part of the Honky tonk Heartbreakers. Um, Nice. We are blue and gold. Uh, we have a lot of like Indian patterns, just very like our country roads themed.
0: Where, um, where do you guys, uh, where do you guys do uh, roller derby at? What's is there one location, multiple locations here in Austin?
1: Um, we have had to change around uh, okay. a little bit. We've primarily been at the Austin Sports Center, uh, mm-hmm. the Central location. So. Uh, on Woodward Street, across the street from uh, St. Ed's. Okay. Um, this year, we're also gonna be at the Travis
0: County Expo Center. Nice, very nice, growing. And today, I've, I've listened. What's worse than a demon? A demon on roller skates. We're gonna have Demonica playing. A <laughs> playing. It takes place in 1986 when um, when roller skating was cool, and then there came roller blading, I was telling you before we started the podcast, I have a I have a love for for the roller derby. Hey one, I'm a kid from the early 70s. So growing up, when wrestling was wrestling, when roller derby was roller derby, there was men, there was women. It's it was so much fun. My buddy, uh his father is rowdy Rowdy reigns, who was the king of roller derby back in the day. And when it when it was, you know, and it kinda hit its its peak at the time in the 70s. Um it's always been, it's, it's a fascinating thing. And I want, my, my first thought when you agreed to this, I was just like, I wonder if the women of roller derby, who are out there kicking ass, taking names, having fun, but it's, it's a hard sport when you're looking back and you're like, I can't believe women are boxing. And then the UFC and you're like, Hey, assholes, we've been boxing and UFCing on roller skates since the fifties. You know, what do you think when you when you when you new sports or, or sports adopt women in maybe a different way, and all of a sudden you're like, hey, do
1: you guys do you guys not get out much?
0: Is it frustrating?
1: It is. Uh, I love talking about roller derby, but um, especially with like the older crowd, they think the stuff from the 80 is the whole like throwing elbows at each other and. Tripping each other, and mm-hmm. like they think that's what it's gonna be. But um, this new wave of roller derby is more purely for the sport. It's not the theatrics. It's not sure. really WWE. Like we sure we have hard hitting moments. It gets aggressive and whatnot. But we're not just like
0: blasting people off the top rail. Yeah. And there goes Donna. She's off the top rail. Sam, I can't believe that Rhonda did that to Donna. That is out of control. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. But, it, but it, now, it, from from the from the there was a documentary on on Texas roller derby, mm-hmm. uh, and, and watching that, it, it seems like one, it's morphed into sport and and art, a, a really beautiful representation uh, of both.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that are you talking about Hell's on Wheels? Yes. Yes, that is a good documentary to watch, and it really doesn't come encompass what happened in. The early 2000s when the sport was reborn, so okay. I, I definitely recommend it as a good watch. Um, especially if you the only thing you think of in roller derby is the old style 80s stuff, mm-hmm. it's a good way to transition, like, oh, okay, this is roller derby, it's moved on, it's yeah. gotten better, yeah, like everything. <laughs> hey, hey,
0: that 80s car that you had, you don't, you, no one looks back on a 1980 82 Camaro and goes, that's that's the sports car I want, right? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, wait, Dodge has a new sports car, it's better. Mm-hmm. It has all the robustness. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, where, I see you got a Pine House pizza, t- uh, Pine House.
1: Yeah, I, I just like got off work and rushed here because I knew traffic, or okay. the parking would be bad, <laughs> so,
0: yeah. So you got off work, you work at Pine House as well?
1: Um, I do, yeah. Nice,
0: I, one of my favorite spots. I mean, yeah. you're, it's the only pizza place in Austin, Texas where I I, I, I buy the cauliflower crust pizza. Mm. It's actually good yeah it's not soggy it's not burnt it's not does it's not going to break a tooth Mm -hmm. it's quite amazing and i don't know what you kids are doing up there but your beer releases are out of sight dynamite
1: (laughs) yeah um just recently on an international women's day we um did this thing called pink boots okay all the women of the pub got together to brew their own beer and i think i don't know the official release date i want to say may is when that will be uh can you give us a yeah, hint? What
0: kind of what kind of beer? What style?
1: It's, it'll be a lager.
0: It'll be a lager? Mm-hmm. Ooh, perfect for summer. Yeah. You guys want to uh, go ahead and uh, send Bud a note that you don't launch a seltzer in the middle of winter? <laughs> I mean, I'm all glad they're pushing global warming, but hey, asshole, let me enjoy the slopes real quick because no one is on the slopes going, no, I could use right now is a white claw. Right? You, yeah. That's a summertime drink.
1: Yeah, and the, the seltzer industry is pretty. Like bogged down right now. Yeah. Like, like, if even natural light and Bud Light has slumps now. Like, I know
0: it's <laughs> it's so weird, and and it, you get you know I, I always joke around with friends. I go Budweiser outside of Bud Light, name a beer that's been consistent that they keep selling for over a decade. And I mean, I guess you can find some Red Dog in Montana, but I'm sure it's expired. Like, I don't think they're you know it's just, it, they just j- jump on bandwagons, but. When you have all the when you have all the money in the world. Why do you jump on bandwagons late? Like if you have all the money, why wouldn't you experiment and just try and have some fun and play, mm-hmm. versus being the caboose of a train that's already going off Niagara Falls, right? <laughs> yeah. People are like, oh, hey, Jason, trains don't float. That's the point. That's how dis. That's how disenfranchising Budweiser is on the pulse of anything that seems to be happening. It's weird. Now, what does what do you, how do you prepare for rural derby? Do you have, do you have a special workout? Do you work out as a team? Um, I just...
1: Yeah, um, each home team has their own style of practice. Okay. Um, typically, like uh, in our off season, we'll go easy. We'll still play derby and whatnot, but like, we're not trying to like cause injuries before our games and whatnot. Sure. Um, as we get closer to the game, we'll focus more on endurance and stamina. Uh, just depending on your team um, and then like the week before the bout you might focus more on like the fine things like your edge work or your um, toe stop runs and stuff like that. Um, me personally when it comes to like game day. Um, yeah. I, what's your
0: game day ritual?
1: My game day do I have
0: one that you only do the same thing?
1: Um, I'm still trying to perfect it. I'm okay. somewhat, like new-ish to Derby. Uh-huh. Um, I always start out with like good hearty breakfast that'll last me a bit because i don't like to eat before i play okay um,
0: you got a breakfast of choice or a place you go do you make your own or are you running out somewhere
1: um i it depends on what i got. call them pine
0: house breakfast. or like hey listen <laughs> i don't want that arugula that spicy honey that that they drizzle oh, yeah. on. yeah come on now yeah. i i'm not blowing sunshine i love me some pine yeah i
1: know <laughs> <laughs> that that would be something good just something that's like full of carbs something i can yeah. turn off um but yeah um when i get there i usually make sure i'm pretty like warm like mm-hmm. get a, get a feel for the floor um at asc they have this sport court that can be tricky to skate on sometimes depending okay. on how freshly they waxed it or how often they cleaned it um yeah I'll get i'll make sure my wheels are right if i need to change them and then i always make sure my muscles are as stretched out as
0: can be as can be okay nice i uh you know it's it's i, I grew up in Montana, and we had a, growing up, we we had a, a roller rink, and you know, it was it was I was never good at it, right? I always just pushed the one leg out to kind of get going. It's kind of like that side skate yeah. to get moving, mm-hmm. and then I get going too fast. I mean, listen, I'm thick boy nation. I'm a little too big for a lot of this nonsense. On, on and and then they came out with roller blades, and I was like, I can barely figure out four wheels yeah. when they're <laughs> side by side. I'm not putting them in a line. Is are there any teams or there are any players that do roller blades versus um, the four wheels.
1: Uh, no, I, I.
0: Would that be dangerous?
1: It. I would say yes. I. I don't think it would be um, sanctioned skate wear. Like, okay. Um, I don't think our like. M- it's just
0: more sanctioned douche wear.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have seen some referees with it and when I watch that I just can't stop looking at that ref. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean sure they can skate whatever they want, they're doing us a favor by yeah. refereeing, but still Still. Yeah, the one I watched had like bright red ones. It was just like glaring at you.
0: Dorothy, you're gonna go home, but first ref the fucking game. Alright? Winston, <laughs> here we go. Let's get this let's get this party started. Uh it's now, did you? How, what draw? What drew you to roller derby? Right? I mean, my draw to roller skating was it was the only fucking thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it kind of starts and stops there. It's like, oh, it's winter. There's four feet of snow. Do you want to be outside and cold? Or mom and dad have saved up enough money, you can go roller skating. I was like, yeah, I'll try it again. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, that was kind of the same case for me. I, okay. The hometown I grew up in, uh, there was only the skating rink, uh, and then you could like run around the same park. <laughs> like, we were super bored. But, yeah we had always
0: hot laps around like, the same mark <laughs> yeah. do one more i dare you i'll do two more okay you do it tommy
1: but yeah it's just skating i like all of my birthday parties were at the skating rink it's just i came from, i got familiar with skates young okay um and then in high school when the movie Whippet came out yeah I, I, I
0: thought about playing that but it's like so on the nose mm-hmm. that i was like oh damn it this is now it's patronizing
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was wondering. I'm just like, is he gonna play with it? Like, it's just. Uh,
0: I would have texted you first. And be like, do you mind if I play with it? But then I saw the Demon Skating movie, which we're gonna get to because the fashion is fantastic.
1: Yeah, i love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I,
0: every time I go on a long rant, folks, what you can't see is she's looking and watching the movie. Okay, and she's like, "This is not a bad movie." <laughs> I do like there was a there was a note up there that said the special makeup effects person. I'm like, I think it's just special effects. Mm-hmm. And they're I, obviously with that title, not gonna be that special. So I'm sorry, so you grew up, so are you from Texas? Yes, I am. Okay, so you grew up in Texas, mm-hmm. you're roller skating, you're telling boys that are bothering you to go run around the Mart a couple times, burn off some energy. You're in high school, you see Whippet, I forget the young lady's name. Ellen Page. She's amazing. Yeah. She really is. One in- of
1: my first like girl crushes. Oh honestly, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
0: Now is she Gay as well. I I forget the Mm -hmm. okay because she did a thing where she traveled the world. She had a special show. She traveled the world about gay culture around the world, Mm -hmm. and went into some areas that weren't friendly to gays, which I was I was like, girl, you are braver than me. I mean, you're like you're rolling out there and you're like, yeah, and you're what? I mean, in Brazil and and just really, but she did it with elegance and style. And we're Mm going to get back to your story. I apologize, but (laughs) she's just. She found a way to communicate in areas that weren't friendly necessarily to who she is as a person, without seeming judgmental and without being aggressive, mm-hmm. yet still getting her point across in an assertive manner. That I'm just like, I'm blown away.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, I'm, there's so many great things about her. Like, <laughs> she's
0: she's great that way she's at my, my daughter, I, I watched that documentary, or whatever that series was, uh, before my daughter was born, and last year my daughter comes home. She goes, Dad, I think I want to marry, and she named her little g- girlfriend in name. And I was like, okay, and I texted her mom. And I'm like, we've just gotten dicks out of the picture. I'm so excited. Are you ready to be family? And she's like, yeah. I mean we're both I mean I come from a very religious background, my wife does, they do. They're Irish, you know, Irish Catholic, you know, we're Pentecostal. We're obviously the F bombs and everything else. You get drinking at eleven in the morning, you're like, eh, you know. But it was funny because I was like, look what we've done. This is awesome. I love this. And she was, and I loved her response. Which I don't think, with the work of what not only him but everyone else has done for the last what forty years, mm-hmm. from the I forget when the the riots happened in New York City, right? But what what I think it was in the '70s. So, but it was like all of that to get to here to my daughter can say I want to marry her, and I'm like, yes, high fives. Well, I don't care, love it. Mm-hmm. Are you happy?
1: Yeah, that's so great. <laughs> Honestly, it's like I don't know. It's I'm glad that this generation, like below me, isn't having to like sneak around. You know, yeah. it's it's really great to see how like full of life they are.
0: Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. What What was it like when you knew? I I because I, I, I guess it's a two part. Right? What was it like when you found out and you're like, okay, I I like women, awesome. And then two, what is it like watching? This unveil to where you can look back and see the secretiveness, right? Mm-hmm. The lavender sash. I think there's a there's a, a documentary. I think that's what it's called on, you know, how Washington tried to stop the gay agenda and and calling it agenda is the movie's words, not mine. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's not an agenda. It's it's a it's, it's a person, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> they don't have a, no one has ulterior motives. <laughs> They're like I'm just trying to be a person. I'm mm-hmm. right over here. And what's it like seeing the world change? in a positive way that, I, 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 well, I'll i use this word again, I think it's patronizing to say embrace, but instead just know and not judge.
1: Yeah. Um, it's very uplifting, I guess is the word I could use. Okay. Uh, Me personally, like at that time when I was watching Ellen Page, I just was like, oh, I just really like that actor. It wasn't (laughs) until like college, I was just like, oh, that's what that was. (laughs) And like, and like the college I went to, uh, it was just, everyone could just be themselves. Like it was, it was, um, I went to the University of North Texas. Okay. And like everyone up there is pretty open and pretty welcoming. And um, for me, I didn't really have this like a shame thing, my um, Mm -hmm sister had to go through that Um, okay so she kind of like did the work for me in a way (laughs) but um
0: shout out to your sister yeah good work young lady good work
1: (laughs) yeah but yeah i'm glad i didn't have to struggle like the people uh before me Mm -hmm. and it's that's me just like recognizing my privilege today sure yeah it's like i said it's very uplifting. is
0: it weird because i i think it's weird to hear you say privilege and i'm just like we're sitting across from one another. We honestly could not be more different, right? Mm-hmm. Mid forties, working my way towards fifty, white guy from Montana, that has a Pentecostal background, but obviously, and people who listen to this podcast know. He made a hard right turn on that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then yourself, young lady from Texas, gay, roller derby, you know, and, and it's like if you, if you put us on the spectrum, right, and you're just like, hey, who are two opposite people? Well, here, if you just looked, right, and didn't hear anything, here are two opposite people, and then you sit down, I was like, I guess it's weird when I hear you say privilege, because it kind of breaks my heart, because I've got a daughter, and I'm like, man, that shouldn't be a privilege, that's you. Mm-hmm. Like, you being you shouldn't be a privilege. You being you should be you being you, right?
1: Yeah. Well.
0: I mean, I I I, know, I understand what you say, it. Mm-hmm. But from a father's standpoint, I look at it. I'm like, man, I love where you're where you've come and where 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 you're at. It also kind of breaks my heart a little bit to hear that because it's it's you. Mm-hmm. And from all, for all intents and purposes, you're a, a, you know, what we met through Jay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right?
0: mm-hmm. You're a great person. Jay, is, is, praises you. He's like, that Bob's the nicest lady. Yeah, bubs. You're gonna love talking to her, bubs. She's just the best. She comes in like once, twice a month, pups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and yeah, I I love because like there was one time I like roller skated there. Just, I I I'm farther away now, but uh, uh, I was just like maybe a mile down the road, so I was like I'll just skate there, or whatever. And like so... I immediately regretted it because it was in the middle of the summer. <laughs> I was like, what did I choose to? You know,
0: like, is it a hundred still? <laughs> yeah, it's nine PM.
1: Shit. But yeah, I just. When I got there, I, like, took my skates off. They really, are like, hanging off my bag. Um, I think that was, like, the second time I ever met him when I did that. And okay. I was just so blown away. And that's what started the whole, like, roller derby thing. Cause he remembers the old times. He remembers when roller skates had, like, those steel wheels. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's Jay, man. He's the best. That guy is a treasure. I, I'm honored he's my neighbor. Mm-hmm. I got to have beers with him three days out of the week. Such a blessing. I guess mean, he's this guy who has zero judgment, yet – if there's a guy you're like, I can see why you might judge people. You're an old guy from Nebraska, right? You did concrete work. Like you should have all the curse words and everything right on hand, Jay. And he's the sweetest, nicest man in the world. He's the best. Yeah. There you go, Jay. There's your plug. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, your ears are burning. You're wondering why. Um, I heard a uh, Burt Kreischer two years. I think two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, he ran the LA City Marathon.
1: Yeah.
0: Tom Segura was gonna challenge him, but not run it, but roller skate it. And Burr was like, you can't roller skate a marathon, you'll destroy your feet, and there's these things called hills. Mm-hmm. And they, they they don't work well with wheels that you know you have to you have to manually push forward. And Tom was like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna kick your ass down hills and on straightaways I'm gonna blow people away. I ask you, can you roller skate a marathon?
1: But personally or in general?
0: Uh, let's go both. Um, let's go personally first and then in general. Because if you say no, then my question changes too. Not from in general to the sadomasochist that is behind the, the, the rich white guy who's like, I have too much money. I need to get beat today. And she's like, I'll show you a beating. Here's a marathon and roller skates.
1: <laughs> um, honestly, it would depend. Cause my first thought is the uh, like the road it's like not every road's built the same so even no. though I have like wheels that are made to go outside sometimes you get this certain type of road that has a bunch of ridges in it and it's just hell on your legs cause it's just major vibrations and you can just feel your knees just like falling apart. Oh jeez. <laughs> and yeah so and then some places have like loose asphalt which is also really bad and then um,
0: That'd be all of Circle C because they just yeah. kind of put the asphalt down and they put the loose asphalt on top they're like your tires are going to work it in. It's gonna be amazing. I was like, asshat, people drive by and like, I'm trying to have a beer in my driveway and rocks are getting kicked up. I'm like, that's the loose asphalt, that's not rocks. Yeah. (laughs) It's a fucking
1: rock. That might be fun to run on, but like skating, I just don't think it would be great. But like, if I were given a marathon's length of just like smooth concrete, I would give it a shot. Okay. Like just, I hate running so much, like Mm -hmm. I can skate. Last upon last upon last, but when it comes to running, I can run like maybe a quarter of a mile and like I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> You're like I'm bored. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> do you um? Now do you ice skate as well? Does it translate or not?
1: Um, I haven't had a chance to ice skate. I went once when I was like a little brownie Girl Scout, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I I know there's ice skating here, but like I just haven't had a chance to go. Yeah. I really want to. I had an old teammate. Um, but the first team I played with, uh, she used to ice skate and then transitioned to roller derby and she was able to transition to it really well. that's well. okay. So yeah, uh, there's like a training program you have to go through and I think she finished it in less than a year. And, wow. Yeah, just because like, her feet just, it was like a muscle you Okay, wow,
0: that's interesting. I mean, I, yeah, I, uh, I don't do either well. Um, no, I just, the balance, my bad ankles, bad knees. Bad lower back. It's hard for me to walk in the mornings. So all of those things. I watch, I watch people do it, and I'm in awe. Mm-hmm. because I'm also just in pain watching it. I'm like, oh, that yeah, that would break my knee. That would do damage.
1: That's the only part of the Olympics I watch are, like, the ice skating or mm-hmm. the uh, speed skating. The yeah,
0: the speed skating around where they get how, – how fast can you get going in roller derby?
1: I haven't had a chance to measure it. I just – Recently downloaded an app on my Fitbit. Okay. Um, it's hard to measure speed with this thing for some reason since we're. They don't gonna have some other radar gun
0: just clocking you guys just to try to find out. I yeah, don't know there can't more. be one cop. <laughs> there can't be one cop. who's just like, you're gonna do laps, and I'm just gonna gun you real quick and see if what happens. <laughs> I mean,
1: maybe, but yeah. I like getting
0: cops jobs that they because they're not doing their job anyways. No offense, cops, but I've called you twenty times about bad driving next to my kid's school, and you guys still don't show up. So why don't you just? Why don't you speed zone some roller derby ladies and see if they're, you know, going 20, 30, 40, 50 miles an hour, what's happening. How fast do you think you get going?
1: Um, I don't even know how to guess. There is uh, a... But I
0: guess there's some part of centrifugal force where you're feeling you're going really fast. You've got the the edge, it arcs Mm -hmm. up a little bit. So you're just, you're feeling that momentum. Mm -hmm. Is there someone though that's faster than anyone else? Are you the fastest person on your team or is there someone you're like, oh, this lady, smoke show.
1: Yeah, there's definitely... The the more you play, the better you're at it, generally. Mm-hmm. And the ones who have been playing for, like, a decade now can just go last and last around me. And, like, I've been, like... I want to be the fastest. Like, who wouldn't Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's different things we can do to be faster, and that's what I've really been working on. Um, have you seen, like speed skating in general like the form they have to take yes yeah so that we adopt a lot of that from it like doing those crossovers getting down low uh there's certain things we have to do with our feet uh these push pulls whatever with each like crossover it's just something you have to constantly work on wow and, yeah
0: so it's not only it's not only a strategy thing it's a it's muscle memory and mm-hmm. continual work and finding the most Efficient ways to move your legs and skates.
1: Yeah, your body has to be turned the right way. Um, just um, it's like an oval shape that our track is, but there's like a diamond you want to hit all the corners, and that's the smallest like lane you can take. So you can skate many laps, but it's like the path of least resistance. Okay, pretty much. But yeah,
0: now that back to um, you, you growing up, so you're skating. What what brings you, or what is the um, what's the evidence that goes from young lady roller wink roller rink roller wink? I'm a professional. It's fine. Young young lady in a roller rink. You see, with it, you're like, okay, this seems interesting. What does the transition look like to go from that to putting on skates and figuring out? It's not like basketball. Like you're know, like, oh, I was in high school, I played a little basketball. I kinda know the rules. Mm-hmm. There's not there's not a roller derby place where you can just be like, I'm gonna get on the weekend try this out and see if I like it.
1: I mean you can now actually. Okay. Uh, with our league we have our rep league coming up. Um, I believe up in April is when it starts. Uh um, right around the corner. Yeah. But um, you it's it's a way to try out Derby, um, we have, so every league has to pass these, like, minimum skills tests before they can become like a sanctioned skater. Okay. So there's, like, skating so many laps within a couple of minutes or um, being able to hold a one-foot balance. Um,
0: I'm already out. I'm yeah. out of the balance. not <laughs> going to
1: lie. Yeah, there's, like, different levels. Uh, there's three levels. Um, you have to pass like one to get into and so on okay but um yeah there's different you there are ways to train and get good at it before you're just thrown onto a team like you, you you'll never put on skates and just be like cool i'm gonna do roller derby now." you got you're gonna have to train <laughs> for it and each league has a program for that
0: nice and what was what was uh, what was it like how did you what did you see how did you get introduced to roller derby here in in, in austin and then come on the team and all that what did that look like
1: um, so I started, um, I took a break from school uh, from UNC and I was with my mom and my sister uh, okay. for a summer. My sister was training to be, uh, she's still training to be a referee up in uh, Lubbock the, with West Texas Roller Derby. Okay. And she invited me to just come out and skate and learn some minimum skills and whatnot. And um, I ended up being better at it than I thought I would be. It had been like years since I'd been in that skating rink in my hometown Um, but they got me connections to the team that's with uh, North Texas and um, once I started school again I was like I'm gonna do this for sure and I joined their training team the cinema skills uh, joined their sanction team Uh, once I was done with school um, I moved down to Austin Uh, uh, my partner and I were long distance Okay. Uh, so I moved in with was them. your partner down here. Yes. Okay. Yeah, moved in with them. We're married now. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. But um, but yeah, I tried out for this team. Uh, this team I have to actually be like drafted for because we're higher up in the rankings. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was like a four week, uh, draft period, and after that, I got drafted to one of the home teams. Um, I'm hoping. Maybe next year I'll join the travel team and compete against other teams worldwide.
0: Wow, so there's, so what is that, for those that don't know, what is the footprint of roller derby for women, globally or, or nationally?
1: Um, so yeah, well, roller derby started here in Austin or the mod- modern roller derby, and nice. Um, after that came Arizona I believe, okay. um, and then it just, blossom from there. Uh, I'd have to look it up, but I think we have like nearly a thousand teams worldwide now. Wow! Yeah. So like, number one in the world right now, I believe, is Rose City, which is Portland, Oregon.
0: Love Portland, Oregon. Yeah.
1: Um, Two would be Victorian Roller Derby, uh, which is in Australia, and then um, yeah, I'd have to like look up those rankings. But but still, it's uh, so it's, it's,
0: it's, it's global, mm-hmm. it is um, it's, it's see, I mean, there seems to be like this, it's, and I will hearken this, and for those of you that follow, God bless you, and for those of you that don't, Google, it, it harkens me to like Fugazi, which was this great punk band of the 80s and <clears throat> early 90s, and they never signed to a label, they're huge in D.C., Huge. I mean, Fugazi would put out a tweet, we're going to play at this place, sold out in seconds. Every label wanted them, but they kept this underground feel and they could travel anywhere without the weight of, you know, a label or following certain guidelines and everything else. They had this beautiful underground swell. I mean, I was finding about the Montana and listening to them. So obviously, really, I mean, really good understanding of how to move people and get people embraced in music without a million-dollar budget behind you and losing all of your music. Mm-hmm. And I, hearing you say that, it makes me think about roller derby. Like, you don't know what's in your backyard, but you also don't know what's in your backyard and it's popular. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is one of the fascinating reasons why I wanted to get you on the podcast because, like, you guys don't know. I've known about roller derby. I've, I've had the privilege to come see some. I It is... It's awesome. It's fun. It is a great, great time, mm-hmm. and you could, uh, you know, I call it the DMV test. Right, you go to the DMV. You're like, hey, who knows what roller derby is? Let's say 50% of people raise their hand. They're like, do you know it's here in Austin? And they're like, huh? And it, and they're admit one, they're missing out. A, but B, it's not just happening here in Austin. It's happening all over the world, and it's popular and it's fun, and people are having a great time with it. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, oh, another stretch off that is that there are two different types of roller derby okay with uh um, we Texas Roller Girls are a flat track and then um, we also have a sister league Texas Roller Derby which mm-hmm. is the bank track yep and then within that there's Austin Anarchy which is flat track uh, I believe Bat City Rebellion is still around which is also a flat track um,
0: what do you prefer
1: I prefer flat track okay it's like I haven't had the chance to try banked I really want to I just also haven't had a chance. <laughs> sure. But, yeah, I my favorite thing about flat track is that you don't have to take hours like building this huge, like, rink, mm-hmm. you know? You can just take some tape and some rope and put it down on the floor. And if you're good at it, it can take you, like, 20 minutes. Not not even that. Okay. So you can really just take, take some rope, find somewhere that has a big enough spot, and just put it on the ground and just start skating. You know, it's... I just like to speak. Yeah,
0: no, ease of adoption, right? I mean, it's Mm -hmm. like, hey, let's remove any barriers that we can to, a one, go enjoy ourselves, Mm -hmm. two, promote the sport, and and three, oh, if you want to do this somewhere else, you're literally showing how you can just lay it out.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
0: it's not moving. You're removing the barriers that someone, well, I don't want to do this. You know, don't have to. Well, don't have to. And it just – their argument goes down 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 it's like oh it's just a flat track you guys are gonna come in here and do this and bring people in and have a good time and concessions and all that and have a fun
1: yeah and um yeah whenever i talk about roller derby, a lot of people just assume i'm talking about the bank track uh the bank track uh they are at the palmer event center so they're a little more well known just because they've had that one spot and they stay there and, yep you know it's just us being Move around to what's available to us and sure yeah so when i talk about flat track there's i get some people that are just like oh that's not real roller derby and It's like "Well, come to a game and find out you know? yeah and why
0: i never understood that comment right mm-hmm. that's not real this well what well first of all are you, you're a roller derby expert are you a roller derby historian you're not you're not one of those no do you roller derby no okay so now you're now you're a barker from the cheap seats all right, well that's good to know. Mm-hmm. And to your point, then you show up, see it, and I'll tell you what, try it out. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna find out it's very real. Yeah. It, you're gonna find out it's very real. I've only seen the flat track once. I haven't seen the bank track. Gotcha. So I don't, I mean, I've seen bank track on, I don't know, I guess on uh, TV when I was a kid, mm. but never personally flat track in person. Uh, I, once again, I mean, it's, it's all inspiring because I'm always inspired by things I can't do—not can't, things that physically now I'm not able to do. Probably, Uh, more importantly, um, things that I I take a step back and I go, "Wow, that is." They take the evolution of where of of where roller derby's gone from that '70s, '80s to what you what you ladies have built here now is really impressive because it's. It's it's not like you haven't created roller derby light. You haven't created you've just you've pivoted mm-hmm. and 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 really made it more accessible, I guess, I would say one, for more people to adopt it and you know, if they want to join and be a part of it and engage. Mm-hmm. But two, because it's a flat and you can kind of do it anywhere as mm-hmm. long as it's appropriate to skate on, it allows people to have a shit ton of fun in mm-hmm. any city. Mm-hmm.
1: And plus, you're just closer to the action, too. We, like, have our floor site seating. Um, one of the paper things our crowds does, um, they'll buy some beers, they'll finish them, and they'll make a beer can pyramid, a pyramid. Uh-huh, and some, Yeah, and, like, sometimes if a skater gets, like, hit out, they like can just run into the pyramid and make it just go everywhere, and it's, it's really fun when that happens. Nice. You know? And, yeah.
0: Do you, do you drink? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just not in the morning jason's i'm not an alcoholic no um uh, so uh what's your what's your preference
1: um i am a hop head you're a hop head i, I really love like the double IPAs. um i i'm just also used to it from work sure <laughs> you know like i get off work we have our shift beers, and it's like give me that double <laughs> you know and,
0: what's your favorite beer at pine house that you uh that you bring down
1: um my favorites come and go um okay good one it just Depends on what's available. Um, if the mainstay that I love is the electric jellyfish.
0: Sure. it's. I would have known that you were to find out how to wear my electric jellyfish t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> love it.
1: Yeah. I was debating like, bringing should need and everything. Like, whatever. <laughs> no, sure love it. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, right now, we have something called Fog Runner. Ooh. And uh, I forget the description of that one. But yeah, that one... Uh, it's like a, there's like a melony uh, element to it. Okay. So it's not quite like in-your-face hops, there's like a juicy component, where if someone doesn't really like hops, they can be like, oh, I kind of like the juice part of this. Sure. You know?
0: There was, it's funny, I, you know, we're here at Dive Bar, and um, Matt will bring in uh, Electric Jellyfish, and then it's gone that afternoon. Yeah. Right. I mean, because it's it's got such a following. Yeah, obviously, it's, it's an amazing beer. They do a great job you know you bring it in and then it's gone and then and you guys you know, it's limited distribution at the pine house it's limited distribution because of the fact that you're distributing it in different places and uh, I, I forget uh, man, I'm trying to think of the one that I when I when electric jellyfish isn't there that I like but I'll just sit I mean I can sit down in there and just hang out and watch and just look you know and I, mean, I remember the first hobby beer that's now not that hoppy, but the first one that kind of like kicks you in the face, the Bud Miller Coors of the world, and the Sierra Nevadas are like, what is this? And it was Red Hook IS, ESB, mm-hmm. extra special. Extra special, like, this has got more hops. And people are like, like, more hops. And you tried, and you're like, whoa. And it was amazing. And then, you know, Sierra Nevada kind of kicked their game up, and there's some other things that happened in the beer world. And now I look at it, and I'm like, I respect Pine House. Uh, I respect... Independence. There's a couple others that I respect, but I, the reason I do is because you guys don't rush the process. You can see other breweries that dump a ton more sugar into something to try to get it out a little faster. It's got a sweet taste. It coats your mouth a little bit. You're like, I have a candy bar or beer? I'm just curious what's going on over here. I have no idea. And you miss the hops because the sugar just overwhelms it so that you can get to that 8% alcohol without taking your time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I, I respect companies that have a demand for product like Pinehouse does. Mm-hmm. And they still are like, got to wait. Let's be patient. Yeah. Let's be patient.
1: Yeah, I know. When we did this Pink Foods thing, I was just like... Uh, Oh, this will be ready like in no time, right? And they're just like, Yeah, no, it's gonna be in there for like three months. So, <laughs> okay. Well, okay. <laughs>
0: Thanks guys. Yeah. Thanks very much. So we're ready for summer. Ooh, you Do you want, uh, is that where your your team's after party is, is Pine House?
1: Uh no, our after party sponsor is the Highball. Oh um, Highball, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really love that place, They're like, really good old fashioned. But yeah, uh they've been our sponsor. I want to say for a couple of years now. but Cool.
0: Is, is the, the, the they sponsor you as the place to go after?
1: Yes. Nice. Yeah.
0: See, that's cool you got that sponsor like that.
1: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. it's. I didn't start going there until Derby. because, like, I don't, I honestly don't go out much. Like coming here, I was just like, oh, yeah, parking. And yep. I didn't download the parking app until this morning because I never had it. But, yeah, it was just – that's I think it's just because they have that perfect garage. I really just love going there because I don't have to worry about where my car is going to be, and sure. it's a place to park. Bartender's are always fun. The place is fun, you know.
0: What are some of your uh, favorite spots here in Austin? Um, I, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you know the food. I mean, you, you work at a great spot with great food and great beer, so I I, I asked that because it's like you know the chef at Perry's, you're like, hey, where do you like to eat? And he's like, hey, have you tried the food here? It's amazing. So I'm just curious, like what? Um,
1: Well, now I just instantly forgot
0: everything's here in Austin. I know, right? <laughs> so, I, 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 so I love secret food. It's like secret best food in downtown Austin. Mm. Lavaca Bar and Grill. Is it, does it smell good in there? Yeah, really? It's just like a weird sports bar layout? Yeah, that I don't really like? Uh, no, I don't. Is the food out of sight dynamite? You get those blackened chicken tacos tossed in buffalo sauce with a sprinkle of blue cheese on top. I, you, you can't eat two. They're, they're, the portions are out of sight. They're they are enormous portions. And that's my secret spot. And I'll bring people, and they're like, "Why are you no? Why are you taking me here?" I'm like, "Just try the food." And the food overcomes the ambiance, mm-hmm. if you will.
1: Yeah. Hello. First the when I do go out it's gonna be at a concert and sure. like uh, like one of my favorite places is either gonna be Mohawk or the historic Street Inn. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Mohawk's yeah. great. Yeah. Um Shiribs is another place I like because they have that vegan food truck out front. Okay. Are you are you vegan? Um I can when I can. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, Sometimes I'll take turns. Like if I can go meatless, I will. If I can go dairyless, I will. It's just if I'm out with friends and they were, are just like, I just need a burger right now. Let's do two. Okay. You know, so. Like we
0: a pepperoni pizza. You're like, well, guys, I don't know if you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm trying to pick one or the other to get away from, and you ordered both of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks.
1: But, yeah. Well I mean that's another good thing about Pie House. They have their personal slices, yep. so. You know, you don't want to eat the same as everyone else. It's okay to get your own thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, like, stuff to take home, too. <gasps>
0: Absolutely. Stuff that, you know, you're brave enough. What um? I see you've got tattoos. Mm-hmm. What was your first tattoo?
1: It's uh, actually this one on my arm here. You
0: guys don't see the gun show here going on, folks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that's the coordinates to my childhood home. What? Yeah. My mom moved away after I graduated high school. She's up in public with my sister now. Okay. So now that place is... Blocks I think they're like digging up all the dirt out of the ground to sell it. So it's my way of like keeping home close to heart yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: That's very cool. That's a great story. Like, you know, uh, there's, let's see, my first tattoo was started a, uh, start, no, my first tattoo was a beer logo on my back, which got me a job. So anyone who got the um, largest tattoo of the beer logo on my back, They got a Harley Davidson if they showed up in Montana uh, on Valentine's Day. So I was like, "This is neat. This will be fun." Uh, I traveled for a year, going to tattoo shops and bars and giving away temporary tattoos. And I'd get these calls from two people: Kenny Marvin, Federal Way, Washington. Call me, Sam. Get my tattoo. Polish my bike. But this other call, uh, you have a call from. Prisoner, nine, seven, two, eight, five. Would you accept charges? And I'm like, no. How do you get my fucking phone number? No. His name was uh, Chainsaw. That was the name they gave him in prison. He got his tattoo in prison. Kenny got his tattoo from a little person who was four feet tall when you added in his bright green mohawk. Um, he had um, spikes down the front of his, like, embedded in his skin, down the front to his nose, mm-hmm. and uh, I Love Satan tattooed on his arms, and they were showing up in Bible Belt, Montana to pick up the flag, so, oh <laughs> so this 300-pound man, he was, like, six feet tall, maybe a little shorter, shows up, his tattoo wraps his whole body, no, 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 no. And it's a bright red horse, so he looks like a lucky burn victim. You know the Wyoming license plate? It kind of looks like it's like a bucking bronco. Like you ride the bucking bronco? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's that on his body. It was fifty-eight inches. So it started at the top of his neck it went down. He came out on stage, very large man, in a bright red thong, and started to pull it down to let us know that his tattoo artist filled in the crevices between the cheeks so that there was no way he could be disqualified as the whole thing was filled in. Red. <laughs> second place was Chainsaw. Chainsaw had a paltry 28-inch tattoo. There's no second place. So there's first place, Parley, thank you. Free beer for life, enjoy. And I gotta go. And second place is this guy from the prison who got out a month before the event and then showed up with his gang to hang out and try to get uh, the bike. Now, Chainsaw lost, so he threatened my life, and in threatening my life, I got a police escort, so I gotta go around and be drunk in Whitefish, Montana, but the police escort was kinda nice. The next morning after the event and the two-dot, I get a call from the local restaurant that they are at. They've packaged up the bike, they're ready to drive back to Washington. I got a call from the Buffalo Cafe. Um, can you please come down? To we're not waiting on this table. We're waiting on a person that has a shirt that says "I love Satan." Like Betty's scared. So I'm walking, go, you know, booze until three in the morning. It's eight a.m., five hours of sleep. I walk over and he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm taking your fucking food order because your tattoo artist friend over here is terrifying the staff." <laughs> <laughs> so guess what? You guys are all getting pancakes. The guys is just like, "What I wanted." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! Listen, I should still be sleeping. You're, are all getting fucking pancakes. They're all gonna have huckleberries in them, not blueberries. They're a little sweeter treat. Not a sour. Enjoy. Have a good time." But yeah, it was um, the tattoo thing. I mean, I, I obviously, you know, get more. They're addictive. They're fun. What's um outside of your home? Your first one. What's your favorite tattoo?
1: Um, I think it's gonna be my QP um, dolls.
0: Those are awesome. Look at that. Yeah.
1: Got those um, on my... She's
0: showing head. me her other guns, folks. This is where the horse <laughs> kicked her. It's a tricep. That's where the horse dented her arm. Now, you got wine. You got a bottle of wine. You got a little spillage of wine. Is that you and your partner? Is that representing you and your partner? Yeah. Fantastic. Love got it. matching ones. Ooh, nice. Now, I see the wine. Is she, uh, does she like wine more or beer? Um, or is it just...
1: Cider. Cider? Really, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: I should say my... Uh, Partner
0: is my husband. We interchange. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Now, um, where you're in Austin now, mm. it, it seems like you've got an amazing community with roller derby and with work and your husband here and everything else going on. What um, do you look at this and go, I'm going to follow roller derby and where it takes me, or is this something fun that you do as? Community. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I really love my home team, mm-hmm. uh, no, the Montclair Breakers. It's uh, it truly feels like a second family. Uh, uh, if like stuff didn't go right at work, or if I'm just feeling down, uh, just uh, going to practice, having fun with my teammates—it's just all I need to make my day better. Yeah, you know? and.
0: What would you say for someone that's out there, and it might not be roller derby, it might be roller derby. They, may, they might hear this and be very inspired by what you're saying, but what do you say to someone that's out there that's, they're not lost. I they, they hate that, well, they're not, but they're looking for something. What do they, if they want to get into roller derby, what, what are the steps they take if they, if they want to get into it? They're here in Austin, or oddly enough, we have a really weird reach. We've got a big footprint in Kazakhstan. Don't know why. I, I do know why. But it's a military base there and we've had Tim Kennedy on and he's been very kind to share that he, he talked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, so it's but what globally? But what what what's the advice you give them? Whether they've roasted in the past or not?
1: Honestly, just reach out. Um, I'm um, I'm sure like there's the our governing body is the Women's Flat Track Derby Association. I'm sure if you just go on there and search uh, where you're located, it'll pull up the team for sure. you. Sure. Uh, if you just search on Facebook, you'll find whatever team's closest to you. Uh, and yeah, just reach out to them. Um, go watch. Yeah, definitely go watch, <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, just like, go to our website, check out when the next game is, uh, see if you can connect with anybody that can get you a hold of. like uh joining like a training league and uh yeah honestly it's just reaching out uh definitely go to a game um uh, there'll be set people there to talk about roller derby and be like hey how can i do this um uh, how do i just put sticks on it hit people you know um
0: when does yeah. when does roller derby become an olympic sport
1: and i'm not, I'm not being facetious mm-hmm.
0: right I mean, I mean there i think there's some bullshit olympic sports out there Obviously, because it's just it's arbitrary. Some of it's arbitrary, right? Mm -hmm. But there's like there's roller derby is not arbitrary, and I'm wondering with all the countries involved, all the people involved, when does it when does it jump into a sport or uh, an Olympic sport? I should say.
1: Honestly, I don't know. Would you like it? I
0: mean, would you would you try out? Like they're like we've got a flat track um women's team for the olympics and we're going to be in wherever in 2026. boom what does that look you know
1: yeah it's that one's a little touchy of a subject honestly just because oh, wow, okay. um the olympics has really stupid gender rules, and roller derby is very open and welcoming to like trans women oh, hold on
0: what did the, oh, you gotta you gotta enlighten me you so, can drop some knowledge <laughs> folks i'm picking my feet up i'm watching my toes it so, over
1: yeah the Olympics still does gender testing so like you have to prove that you are your gender and that's just something we outright like that's sick honestly and just with world Derby thing is you can be who you are you uh, will accept you for who you are and if, but once it becomes an Olympic sport it's no longer that policy like, okay you can't take an area that openly welcomes uh, trans women and when it becomes an Olympic sport to be like oh never mind. You know it's we'd love to see it like be up there and on that level but it's yeah
0: do you think then and i mean you, we we've you, talked about this with the multitude of groups globally then this really is community
1: mm-hmm.
0: right i mean yeah. which and, I, and I'll, I'll ask you another question here because and this is Really open-ended, of, of just me not knowing. Oh, thank you, sir. Look at this. Yes, please. Hydrating her, just taking my what? No, it's a stash IPA, folks. Independence. What? Um, I wonder. I wonder two things. One is um, in this world. Producer Matt dropping off a fresh cold one for me. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, sir. Um, so I've been to Thailand. Thailand's beautiful about embracing transgender, right? They're just, they're like, hey, by the way, there's a, there's, there's men, women, transgender, like, this is the third group. If you have any, any sort of phobia or, or any sort of discontent towards any group, read this book before you come to Thailand because we love everybody. We're, we're not dealing with your bullshit. When you try to do something fucked up, you're going to get kicked. Mm-hmm. I love Thailand's message. My, my question is, is, um, and if this is too touchy, you can be like Jason, you 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 are not adept to jump into this level of the pool. I'm like you're right, I'm well. Right. Um, is there a point where do you think the beauty of what you guys have created, the community, the the embracing, that some um, look at that and abuse it? What I mean by that is men or women coming out saying, I feel this gender today, so I'm gonna go do this and you have to accept me this way, and they're just doing it to be a dick. They're not they're they're not they're not doing it on the corpus of community. They're doing it on the corpus of, I'm gonna prove a point that they're wrong. Right? Does that make sense? Like I see I see people coming out and saying, oh, I wanna be female for the day, I'm gonna go win X, Y, and Z softball. And I'm like, first of all, you might want to hold your phone I don't know if you've seen a woman throw a softball at you at 90 miles an hour. You're not winning shit, champ, all right? She's gonna, and if she, and if it hits you, you're gonna go home and cry. So, you know, calm yourself, A, but B, also, you're removing the acceptance portion and the inviting portion of of letting people be who they want to be by trying to For something that didn't exist before you opened your fucking pie hole? Does that make sense? No? Okay, that's okay. (laughs) I think that's, I I guess what I'm trying to say is I think some people use the foundation of what you guys have built as a community, which is great and embracing, and are now trying to abuse it, right? So I've I've seen online, I guess from, you know, Different forms of saying, "Well, I'll choose to be a woman today because I can be fluid gender, and I'm going go to go do this now." And it's like you're missing the point. Does that make more sense? Like, I, th- I think people are missing the point of acceptance.
1: I don't think that happens.
0: Uh, maybe, I, and maybe it's trolls that I'm just seeing, which yeah. is. Th- th- thank you for telling me that because I don't. This is why I'm saying I don't know. Right, this is the deep end of the pool for me. But I just, I, 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 I wonder where we can learn more from what you guys are doing. That's maybe a better way to put it, right? Like, forget the assholes, but I'm wondering, where do we learn more about acceptance, about understanding people, about embracing people without pause?
1: I honestly, just listen to us. Like, don't read into the assholes, you know? Thank you. there's a, pe- a lot of people out there who will spew fake stuff, and you just gotta learn to read what's right and what's not. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there are tools out there that'll tell you, like, hey, here's how you tell if this is fake or not. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of activists out there that you can listen to, and they're the ones who are the ones that are correct. They're telling from their experiences. Sure. And, uh, uh, it's sad. Nowadays, that there's a lot of people just stealing lies and putting fake stuff to give us a bad image, you know. And you you just gotta learn how to read through it and be like, this is someone pretending to be someone else. um, They're a troll. They're spreading fake stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: and I think it's interesting you put that up, and I, I appreciate that because it shows fake news isn't just fake news. Right? There's fake uproar. There's you know, there's false flags thrown up. And it's one thing to throw a false flag up that may or may not affect, you know, how you order your favorite beer. Like, oh I have to open that for you now, X, Y, and Z, whatever that means. There's nothing that a false flag is thrown up that impacts a person. that impacts who you are, that that impacts your life. And and I, I, I bring all that because I think it's important because I'll get back to the very beginning, right? It's not a privilege that you're here. It's not a privilege that you do what you do. It's who you are. That shouldn't be a privilege. That should just be embraced by who you are as a person, right? And uh, and I, you know, I guess if I wrap this, if I put a bow on all of this, I'd say one, people don't know that it's happening in their backyard, and I want them to. Because I like roller group. I just do. True, I didn't know the depth of where this would go. So I'd say two, it's, it's you know, and, and not putting you on the spot of all of a sudden, like, you're a spokesperson. <laughs> but I appreciate you speaking to it. But um, let's be honest. Love conquers a lot.
1: And yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Because, like, some things you just don't know better. So you got to learn. It's okay to be like, I don't know enough about this. Can you please educate me? Yeah. yeah. And there are are times of just straight ignorance, but if you just put your (laughs) ignorance your you, just be like, okay, I need to learn more about this subject. Please enlighten me. That's the correct way about it. Some people will just stay ignorant and refuse to enlighten themselves. So I'm glad you're you're reaching out and asking the right questions. Thank
0: you, thank you, I try. I just, I mean, one, I want everyone who's on this podcast to be happy and have a fun conversation. Two, I like to dive into some deep stuff because I don't know, Mm -hmm. right? Or because I have a thought on it that could be right or wrong. But I love diving into it with the thought of the idea going, man, I could be running the wrong direction and that's okay. You know, I, I think the greatest challenge we have today is no one's afraid to be wrong. I love being wrong. I was watching this dumb show, and for those of you that like it, I don't know when it was on sci-fi, it's called Dominion. I don't know, it's like angels and humans are fighting as God has checked out. But you know, there are a couple of angels that help people out, and this kid is out there and he throws a stone and he misses the rabbit, and the guy goes, yes! He goes, no, I didn't do it right, I missed. Why are you cheering this? He goes, that's another step toward success, failure. But you have to be open to failure. You have to be open to trying. You have to be open to doing something different or accepting something different and, uh, and loving it and, and, and just be, and, and knowing that more than likely, it's closer than you think. You know, it's, and it's not necessarily the difference of, of gay or transgender, it's the difference of a person, of how they see or how they hear things. You know, I mean, I love Jay to death. Anyone in our group goes in the driveway and we'll have beers. Anyone in the group starts talking politics, he instantly gets tired and he wants to go. Jay doesn't want to get into the bullshit. He's not into Republican or Democrat. He's into having a beer with you, talking about the dogs, seeing how your kids are, telling you about his favorite patrons at the bar, which I learned about you. I mean, these are all these things. Mm -hmm. And and, And you look and you take a step out and you're like, you know what, it's probably a better attitude. It's a brighter attitude. Not saying you should be ignorant of what's going on in the world, but saying, is it always that thing to talk about?
1: It's about the timing. Yeah,
0: yeah. it is. It's about the timing, but it's also about just sitting down going, oh, wait, who's going to sit down and have a beer and bullshit? Fantastic. And that's Jay's world, and, and, and he's imparted a lot of that on me, which has been wonderful because uh, it's, you know, the last seven years, it's it's uh, it's. Fundamentally changed how uh, how I communicate with people, hmm. you know. It's, it's, and I'm sure you get this a lot. I get it a lot. Someone wants to talk with you, but they really just want to tell you their agenda and hope you join, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, what are you doing? Oh, you just don't get it then. Yeah. It's like the person who gives you wine. You're know, I don't like this. Oh, your palate's not the enough. No, I don't like fucking wine. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> or
1: I'd be like, oh, this one's better because it's expensive. It's like, no. Wine. This is
0: fucking wine. What are you doing? <laughs> why? Why is my palate hundred? How do you know your palate's just not sandpaper and dog shit?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you're because you spent eighty bucks, so you you know more than me about. Maybe none of us know anything about wine. Maybe all the wine we're drinking is horrible.
1: I mean, yeah, and there's a bunch of, like, pieces of just, like, giving, like, experts cheap stuff and being told it's expensive, and they get, like, rave reviews about it, and... Did you
0: see the Payless Shoes that did that? Yes! (laughs) Come on! Get out of here!
1: Uh, Yeah. I don't understand that stuff.
0: I will never recognize a $100 James Pearce t-shirt. I never will. I will recognize a Pinehouse beer T-shirt and get excited. I will recognize a Circle Brew. I will recognize an Independence. I will recognize a dive bar T-shirt. They're like, oh, this is awesome. Why? It's not made with any special fabric, but there's a community and awesome people behind it that I've had the privilege to meet or know. And so you get to recognize that. You get, to, oh yeah, that's it's a little bit of my tribe in there. Mm-hmm. That's a lot yeah, of fun. yeah, it's
1: the community. It's not about like like the the clout or whatever. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like oh, I'm wearing Adidas, so it was a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just like oh, Pine house shirt. Let's talk about beer and pizza. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's just it is it's such a crazy thing. I mean, I it blows my mind when um you know people get caught up on the things like oh, you recognize this? Oh, you know, stop. Okay. I watched you cry last month. Stop. Stop with the attitude. Come on, man. And all, quite honestly, it just doesn't matter. At the end of the day, right? I mean, you can't take this shit with you. So you might as well wear on your body or represent in some capacity who you are, what you enjoy, and um, and the like minds you want to be around, right? Because you're going to attract it. You're going to attract it and bring it in. Uh, as we're wrapping up here, a couple more questions for you, please. Yeah. Um, where is, where's your dream vacation? Where do you wanna go? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hey, I'm gonna give you Bart's black card over here. <laughs> Bart's like, hold on, what are we doing here, Jason?
1: This is not, this is not part of the business plan. <laughs> no, the <dog> <laughs> nice.
0: where, where do you wanna go? Where's your place you wanna be for a month? I'm gonna lock, I'm gonna, a month, a month. You and your significant other, You and your husband, you're off, you're gone, one month. Not saying, like, you you can pick a country and then travel in between, of course. Hi, how are you? Look at this, they're just looking in. Glenn's coming in soon. (laughs) I'm gonna have to unlock the door for Glenn. Where do do you wanna go for a month?
1: God, that's a hard one to think about. Um,
0: He's not going.
1: Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is like, Australia
0: okay uh, big spot lots of things
1: yeah well, uh,
0: one of the most invasive species in australia oddly enough the camel did
1: not know that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, if there's things where you want to go did not know that i can rapid fire some my brain is full of just so much nonsense it's not appropriate for life hi handsome <laughs> so australia yeah okay uh,
1: I don't know,
0: there seems to be like a lot of... So Australia, like, so, things to do, like. let's go Australia, because I, once again, my, my depth of knowledge on everything is about an inch deep, but it runs, you know, about 25 miles. Whereas smart people have a depth of knowledge that runs 25 miles deep, and maybe it's like a foot or a So, Australia, would you swim cage-free, flippers, snorkel, next to a great white? <laughs> uh. <laughs> are you ready to have a month of Foster's beer yeah, listen <laughs> they don't have good pizza from what I understand this so is what I understand I have, some, I have some Australian friends they're like I don't know we're not known for pizza anywhere mm-hmm. they, they imported our shitty pizza they, by the way I'm like you guys are so much closer to Italy get some over like we had that but you know it's just mass marketed bullshit mm-hmm. so swimming with great whites you're going to swim you're going to would you?
1: i think about it. <laughs> shark time is dangerous as, like, shark weeks makes it out the be, but still that anxiety is
0: there. <laughs> yeah, right, the trembling in the water. Mm-hmm. Hey, are you shaking, kind of like a hurt minnow? Can you calm your nerves? I don't know, there's a 1,500-pound, 20-foot-long great white shark down there. No, I can't. Can you bring me a baby one? <laughs> like, like yeah. I will swim with great white sharks that are just born. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm doing. Would you... Um, they do the uh, alligator thing, right? Where you um, where you get to hold their mouth shut or crocodiles, whatever they have. They're like, just hold their mouth shut. Two fingers. No. <laughs> Are you holding koalas even though they have chlamydia?
1: Awesome, not know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes! I always like when I can impress some people with some shitty knowledge. Now it's stuck in your head and you're like, every time you see a koala, you're like, oh, that little bastard's got chlamydia. All of them do. And a fun fact about the eucalyptus, right? but the the living breathing plant that is eucalyptus when it starts when the leaves start getting eaten through the root system they tell the other trees shit, the koalas are here and they make their leaves taste poisonous and the koalas don't eat them which is a crazy thing when you think about communication we think we've got it as a wrapped. i can jump on my phone and facetime australia i got it we don't know what the hell's i mean Animals and, and plants and beings are communicating at such a at such an advanced level. It seems like to where they're protecting themselves, and it's not like the trees go, "Yeah, everybody, not you, Tom. No, Tom, you stay over there. You're fine. Everybody else over here, right? We have got it." Mm-hmm. There, I mean, it's you know, I look at the animal kingdom and I and I look at plants and, and I'm like, man, they've got a really good community system down. They kind of they protect one another, you know. One's small, one's big, there's still that communication part. It's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. So we're Australia, Foster's beer. They, they're not, I guess, well, I'm trying to think if there's independent microbreweries in the wonderful world of Australia. I'm sure there is. So we got Australia, maybe great whites. We're going Noah koala bears.
1: I'll probably still hold one. Still hold
0: one? Gloves. Kangaroos. Gonna see some, they run in herds, like Hundreds. Kind
1: of <laughs> those are terrifying.
0: They're terrifying. Have you seen those videos of the big ones that come in? like What's up
1: yeah. They have like jacked up arms. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesus. So I like, hey, have you, have you met Vince McMahon? You have a future, okay. Uh, and so travel down. You're locked down one week in the house. One food. What do you got? What's your one food? I know. Uh, <laughs> we go so serious, and then I just I become a child again, and I'm like, "What's your favorite food to eat forever?"
1: Honestly, like I could have like beans every day of my life. So. Well,
0: rip, pinto refried. What's your what's your uh, flavor flavor of the?
1: I think my go-to is black.
0: Black beans mm-hmm. with uh, lime and jalapeno, or just plain yeah. lime and jalapeno. That's yeah, HEB
1: is a really good one. It's yes, organic. they do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use it all the time. I have uh no that's that lime and jalapeno that's it's good on breakfast tacos and regular tacos put an egg in that money um in the uh, what is your um you're thinking about you know as, as you work through and, and look at roller derby if you took a step back you're like man if I could snap my fingers tomorrow knowing what you know about roller derby. What would you like to see it be in 2021? Awesome. For you, you, and your fans, and your community, and everything.
1: Just like in this year.
0: Yeah, just or, or next year. You're like, like this year, we're gonna do all these things. And in 2021, my perfect world is roller derby, and my not even your team, just roller derby as general does Dallas.
1: Honestly, I just want it uh, to just be more well known. Okay. Just have more fans. Have it just like have it sold out every game. Uh, like if I could have anything, I don't want to be on like just national television, like the NBA or whatever. Just okay. Be able to like turn to a channel and there's a game on, you know.
0: Turn to it, be able to watch it here, put it on PBS or whatever, whatever local KUTX or KXAN or even the local people to to follow it. My one suggestion would be, for whatever it's worth, I know you guys have a, a bar that sponsors you. But I would recommend a drink menu that you guys would pass around to other bars. Partner up with and night. We know and Matt knows a vodka, whiskey, whatever your flavor is, and just be like, hey, and use them and leverage them so you don't. You're not doing it. They're already going to every bar anyways. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, these are the three drinks. These are the things. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is uh, and. Because then they're like, hey, why do you have the you know the X, Y, and Z up there? Oh well, we love rotor. And get the community asking the question that gives them the answer, that promotes you, in a way where they go, Well, how do I find out more? And you're like, Well, order the drink and I'll tell you. Because I'm all about that. I'm all about that. Well, you got to order that cocktail first. Listen, there's no, there's no free rides. You order that cocktail. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about. It. But and also, you know, the, in, and the, I mean, obviously, you know, artisans of pretty good cocktails here, yeah. as artisans of great cocktails at Highball, as you've known. I mean, yeah. we are not in a shortage of people making great booze and great food in this town. Mm. Which brings me to my final point: is in the world of great food and great booze. Excuse me, that we live in. Um where if you had to pick another city to live in. Knowing all the great things we've got here. Portland. Portland? Mm-hmm. Have you been there?
1: Yeah, uh we spent our honeymoon there.
0: Nice. What part? Um I used to live in Portland.
1: Gotcha. Don't quite remember the area. Okay. Uh um, we had our like Air and and then we would to a certain area and just stay in that area all day and just like we just cruise
0: around and check it out yeah like
1: we'd walk like miles every day but we were having fun doing whatever we we're doing
0: and yeah arguably the most walkable city mm-hmm. I mean really even for district areas right and crossing all the bridges they all have you know except for one right so there's one that doesn't the main highway one that doesn't have a pedestrian but the majority of them have pedestrian walkways coming across I live in the Northwest district. I love the Northeast district because of the eclectic food and the great bars and the one I mean Portland is amazing. All right, I was uh, I was there on business once. And I rolled in. Um, I forget the name of the hotel now. It was a fun spot. But I walked in and I go to check in and I made these reservations months ago. Not even, you know, you just don't don't care just cool spot it was a lot of fun so we roll in check into the hotel and they're like oh are you here for the and I you know, usually have a bigger beard and at the time I had hair down on my shoulders and like oh are you here for the uh, bear convention And I was like I, I don't know what that is I had no idea I'm like oh it's a uh, men about your size a little bit bigger uh, that are can here and, they, and I was like oh, okay no I'm like oh okay well we're gonna put you if you don't mind over here and this is a hotel that's connected to a bar and the doors are made, uh, they have a, a spray with the chalk, so you can write on chalk. And then next to every door is a holder with chalk in it. And I'm like, oh, that just put me wherever. Like, I don't care, I'm here on business. Like, well, there's gonna be parties later. And I'm like, I drink. Like, I don't, I'm not averse to drinking and hanging out. I, and But the gal up front was just like, it was almost like she was just creating a, not a barrier, but a barometer. Like, hey, I do not want you coming down here tomorrow morning. I didn't know. Like, it's just laying the groundwork. And I am like, listen, honestly, put me anywhere. So I have tunnel vision off a flight, get to my room, throw my shit down, call a friend, cruise down, uh, grab a cab, meet up um, at a restaurant, meet my brother and sister there, have a good time, chat it up, eat, <clears throat> come back, walk into the bar, have a couple of drinks, go to my room. As I walk up to my room, Humble brag to me, walking out my room, there's a note on the chalkboard of my door, and it says, thanks, you were really nice in the check-in. And I was like, okay, I don't know what to do, do I write, you're welcome? Like, I, <laughs> I call the front desk to ask, do I respond on my board? Do it? How do I, and I, you can respond if you want to, and they might leave you another message, but this is kind of our hotel, it's our hotel. Nice book, yeah, of course. Fuck, you know, listen, I'll have cocktails with anybody. I don't care. I, this is fun. This is life. This is getting to meet new people and have a good time and embrace. And Portland does a great job of that. an amazing job. So I like to travel back there. You go back there and hang out, have a good time. And, you know, and then I, 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 uh, the next day I go down, I go down to the bar, and all of a sudden, a drink spot for me. And it was the gentleman who wrote thanks. Saw me in the bar and said, no, just, you know, you're just just a guy who likes to have fun. Mm -hmm. Like, yep, that's that's, that's the world I live in. I only, I don't, it makes me a little bit immature sometimes, but I'm also, I'm not getting caught up in the other bullshit. I will get caught up in religious bullshit all day long because I have a real disdain for people that carry that monarchy Mm -hmm. and they're hateful and they're judgmental. I will, and poor Matt, he hears me and he's just like, oh, maybe we avoid this flag once. <laughs> but I'm also like, you people are assholes and you're mean to people. When the person told you to love your neighbor as yourself, you decide to be a dick. And yeah, I have a problem. with it. Mm-hmm. I have a big problem with it, not because I represent mm-hmm. that person, but because I represent humanity as being a human. Stop being a dick. Yeah. Stop, stop being an asshole. Stop being the person that's just rude, right? Mm-hmm. Stop being the demon on skates. For all of you that, um, that didn't catch this 2016, Massive amazing film. You know, I'm so sorry that we didn't hit on it as much as we probably should have, as this young frat boy is just screaming for life. And by the way, not accurate because if he's a real frat boy, he's gonna wear puka shells and he's gonna dime in his penny loafers and call it a joke. So it's really from
1: twenty sixteen. Yes it <laughs> I is. I never would have guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: that's how bad it is. This
1: looks like uh like a there, there's college someone, kid film. <laughs> there's
0: someone now going, they're finally at the movie! Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, it's yeah, and he's got a he's got a necklace, and he's now he's taking the demons back. That's just no. By the way, those special effects are not special. She's wearing horrible makeup. Pinball machines. Do you play pinball? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I love pinball. It's fun. It's spinning wheels. That's kind of on the nose for a name there, but uh, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I think they can rework the logo, but spinning wheels is kind of the way to go. Do you, um, when you're uh, in, in the world of spinning wheels and, uh, and pleated jeans where I'm like, where's my pocket, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the world of, uh, of, of spinning wheels in shitty fashion, my, my question is, my final one, I've said my final one seven times. I look back, probably to the 70s, right? I look back over all the years I've been alive. I'm like, hmm probably could have avoided that look is there a is there a time period where you look back and you look at pictures and you're just like "Ooh, i could have missed that two years of whatever it was
1: i definitely had a scene phase a what phase a scene phase it's like emos at a rate if i had to describe it so like i had these neon pink jeans that i love like they were like fluorescent uh did did the whole like fishnets on the arms uh, did did the
0: fishnets hook to the like gloves to the fingers yeah oh come on now
1: yeah it's just yeah i imagine just goth with neon goth
0: with neon
1: we had a you know those like karen haircuts yes yeah it was like that but like worse (laughs) so like it would be cut shorter on top and you'd fluff it up Purposely, and then it gets like longer. the spiky part
0: of the side. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's whoa. <laughs> it, yeah,
0: she will kick your ass in the rake and she will complain at Applebee's. <laughs> it's Karen with a C, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah, I, I think everyone, anyone that had like the emo
0: phase, is just like, Yeah, I'm about <laughs> we burned those pictures. Did you save one? No. You know, did your mom go, I'm going to pull out that pink Jing picture for your wedding?
1: She doesn't have the, Everything I I've had, <laughs>
0: You're I, like, I didn't let her take pictures. <laughs>
1: well, no, my um, mom. Well, That's another conversation. But uh, I did okay. a thing on MySpace. So I'm sure if you just look my name up, it's still somewhere. Oh, MySpace.
0: <laughs> what, uh, what's your favorite now? Listen, people are like, who's that last? Listen, folks, I didn't know MySpace was going to come into the picture <laughs> six months later. Um, <laughs> What's been? Do you miss? I should say this more. Do you miss the innocence of MySpace versus the bullshit of Facebook? Yeah. (laughs) Like you can jazz the shit out of your page. You're you're doing minor coding. You're putting music in, and you open up Facebook, and they're like, "Have you seen Trump's hair?" And you're like, "The fuck."
1: talk about this for years now like we know what it looks like <laughs> god damn it I know he's orange
0: yeah. he says he doesn't spray tan I see the things around his eyes
1: yeah it's
0: dumb but it's like it's funny like I not that anyone has the answer but I wonder like what was the the asshole change the real fucked up change that went from Friendster which was almost like the Amish online like I mean Hi, is that okay? Is this okay to be here? And then MySpace was just like, hey, this is who I am, So I celebrate me. If you're like-minded, like my page, I'm gonna like your page, we can chat if we want to. And then Facebook was like, hold on. I can really fuck this up yeah. and be popular. I miss the innocence of MySpace. Yeah,
1: I really love that. I just like, as like a middle schooler, I was just coding. I was just, yeah, nowadays I'm just like, if I want to demo one time, just like, I not know
0: they want to You're do Squarespace, I yeah. can <laughs> just slide a picture over and just type some words. Yeah, perfect. I tried it. My web, you know, God bless you, Squarespace. But I tried. Mm-hmm. My website looked like shit. I had it for a year. I got rid of it. Ninety percent of our traffic comes from Instagram. We were, uh, I was joking around. We did the, I did at Hop Squad, the new brewery up by Circle Brew. I went up and talked to those cats. And then I put a message, I was like, hey, by the way, um, new listeners in Egypt and Israel, and I named up all these, Denmark, named all these countries. (laughs) They're just like, none of them are in Austin. (laughs) I was like, yeah, because I can't control where this goes. We're on every platform, and we're very blessed to be on a couple of other comedy platforms. Don't know why, Laughable and some other ones. But it's just like, like yeah, we'll just get the, the message out as best we can. Then I just Instagram, obviously does the work for me. I, I, I try Twitter. I probably need to be better at Twitter. I should probably take some notes from you on how to be good at Twitter. I'm not good at Twitter. I don't know. And it, it seems like a shameless plug every time I type something. And probably because I'm not active on Twitter, that doesn't help, right? But it's yeah, it's interesting. And you know what's funny? Here's here's the fun thing. We're gonna, so. If you haven't heard the podcast, we close out on something fun. FYI, if you guys watch this movie on Amazon, the next thing coming up will be *Ancient Alien* season six. So it shows you the legitimacy of this movie. Look how this dude's name. Is I, know. I know. <laughs> I know. Insane like Mike Saunders. <laughs> yeah, a Katie Met, uh, Carrie, K- Corey Keeney. There's some great names here. I mean, and also great uh, potential great band names. Um. Do. You, do you believe in aliens?
1: I, I think it's possible, yeah.
0: It's, I'm down. Yeah. I'm in. I'm just bought in. Because I just, I, one, I don't want to be the, I, t- I want to be the, I told you so crowd. I told you they're coming. Right? And and two, yeah, why not? Yeah. Are we that egotistical? We're the only people alive?
1: Yeah. Stop.
0: Yeah. We're made in God's image. Doesn't mean God didn't make something different over there to the left or the right. <laughs> Stop. Right? Who knows what he's thrown in the Petri dish throughout the years. So we end the show this way. My daughter in a hard time body training, so I started doing with friends poop wars. So I'd have them send me videos, and they would eat a cookie or they'd eat a piece of cake or drink chocolate milk. And go! I just took a poop, and so I won this piece of chocolate cake. They eat the cake. And my daughter's like, I have to poop, and then she'd just be like, poop wars. Now I'm having an Oreo. <laughs> like average parenting at best, involving other adults to con your kid into shitting is, but she finally did one on her own, and she ran out to the patio where I was sitting, and she sat down, and she sang this song about how she pooped. It's a classy operation over here at Casa (laughs) de Taka during movies. So with that, folks, Alias, thank you one last time. Um, Your team name. Where they can find your team, where uh, where they can find out where you're playing. Tell people that, and then my dog is going to sing about the first time she took a ship. So close this out with all um, the info. Uh,
1: it's the Texas Roller Girls. You can check this out at a uh, uh, – we do have a Facebook, uh, same name, uh, is where you can find out where we're at, uh, buy some tickets.
0: Uh, What's the average ticket price?
1: Uh, if you buy head, if you know a skater personally, you can get a personalized discount code. Okay. Um, it'll be ten dollars.
0: Ten bucks. And I, what's it if I want to sit up front and do the beer pyramid for you to crash into?
1: You just gotta be the first there.
0: Okay, I like it. So TexasRollergirls.org. Yes. And then your team name again is.
1: Uh, Texas Texas Roller Girls. Uh, no, my, my home team is home team. the Honky Tonk Breakers.
0: Honky Tonk Breakers? Ladies and gentlemen, God support, find them online, just go peruse the website and have a good time. Uh, thanks as always to producer Matt, um, Glenn walking by with his handsome notes of essence of, of, of nicotine and spearmint and, uh, and woodburn and, and whiskey and a, and, a, and a mustache that makes people go, how do I get that? And now, here it is. The thing I will get sued for as soon as my daughter becomes a lawyer. Here is her singing about the first time she took a shit. Alias, thank you so much. And party people, enjoy.